A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The two leading candidates, as it stands, it looks like it's Abby Alonso and, and Desiree at Brighton. Um, both, it's a different world we're living in. I remember when, obviously, when, when Brendan Rodgers left and the two main links were, were Jürgen Klopp and Carlo Ancelotti were the two that everyone was pretty much speaking about. Two guys with a massive track record of delivering the biggest trophies. Now, Alonso might go on to do that. There's not so much, I mean, although there's a chance he can do well in Europe and obviously in the domestic cups. It, again, it is a little bit of a different world. You know, like you talk about, like, when he went and got Jürgen and, and, and his ability to and then to be, he was he walked in and everyone knows he's a top manager and therefore signing players might be easier. For example, again, what do you think of the Alonso and the Zerbilings? It's, it's a little bit like you're never going to get no one as good as Jürgen Klopp. The, the best you can hope for mm. is that they're the same. Um, but yeah, Liverpool are going down a little bit of a different route. It looks like because there's no there's no candidates out there who, who can just go. Here's the medals who really suit. It's it's your Zidane's and your Mourinho's. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, that doesn't quite feel like the right fit. It looks like, mm-hmm. by all accounts, I saw Thomas Frank's name linked as well. It, it looks like it's like Liverpool are going a little bit like for maybe kind of like what, what City did with Arteta, where you, you <coughs> now he hadn't had as much experience as the two I'm talking about, but someone who hasn't done it yet, but you think can come, go on to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult because. <sighs> It's, Liverpool have not had to do it, obviously, in, in in the sense of they've not had to do this really since since Kenny left, um, and that was a different. The world's different, you know, in football, and you got I mean, Liverpool would never take the Rangers manager now, you know, regardless of his. And we saw that with Steve Gerrard was there, regardless of his connections in the past. Liverpool went to Graham Souness after after that, but you can't do that now. It has to be there's far more. Boxes that need ticking really for, for for elite clubs in terms of you know your, your Champions League experience, transfer market experience, worldwide pull, media handling ability, and that kind of thing. What I would say about Alonso and Deserbi is I think there's a time and element of it, and I think it's pretty clear that those two are going to end up at a big club soon, and that's with the greatest respect to by Leverkusen and Brighton. They're going to end up. They're going to get a chance at a big club, whether they take it or not. That's that's independent, really. But they're going to get a chance. So, from a Liverpool perspective, there is an element that th- this might be the only chance you ever get to get one of them as your manager. If you if you think they're the right guy, that this might be the only chance because they might end up at City and Real Madrid and be amazing. And then you're never going to get them as your manager because they're there and they're they're in the building, aren't they? Um, now, I understand why you people would have reservations and I've had a lot of messages of people who have expressed reservations about both of those candidates because obviously yeah, Jabby Alonso essentially this is his first full season as, as a manager and and let's be let's be frank he's had a brilliant run 
but it's only January and they're only two points ahead of Bayern Munich and they could easily finish 10 points behind them and, and go out in the Europa League last 16 and it's suddenly forgotten as being this incredible season and it becomes this kind of disappointment so to Zerbi I, I haven't got I haven't quite got the league table I, I will have a look at it now but Brighton are in the league table what 8th 7th 7th 11 points outside the Champions League 8 points outside the Europa League doing well in the Europa League but that's okay that's, 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 that's great for Brighton but that's sort of okay you can you can pick holes in in the, in the argument and say they don't score many goals or they don't score enough goals or they don't uh, don't keep enough clean sheets you know whatever you want to do he rotates a bit too much he's a bit fiery on the touchline there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you could point at him I think the question for me would be are Liverpool, do, if Liverpool think that that one of those two is the, is the right one it's probably now that they're going to have to do it you know I don't think they could sort of say do you know what we'll let Deserby wait another year at Brighton and to see if he, see if he carries on or we'll let Alonso wait because they're, probably, they're not going to be there for another year they're probably going to move on somewhere else so you might end up in a situation where you go, oh god you know Man City have got Alonso now and we, we've missed our chance or Man City have got Deserby we've missed our chance so I think it might have to be if you're going to go down that sort of route of the next, as I said, the young or the up-and-coming bright thing, um, it might have to be now. And, and on that, really, as I was saying, again, we're, we're guessing, the people have done really well to keep their story under wraps. We, we all found out Friday, so, you know, it, 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 this is a bit hypo- hypothesising, but, like, do you think those two are the two that we're looking at, really? Because, again, when, when Brendan Rodgers left, I think straight away... Every single report was it's going to be Ancelotti or Klopp. I think everyone pretty much had that nailed down. Before that, obviously there was a lot of talk. Obviously, Brendan's hired. There was a couple of other names, Martinez, exact, etc. Uh, would you think it is going to be one of those two? If you had to guess, because it's it's hard really to to think of anyone else, especially. And I, I want to get your thoughts on this in a minute as well. Like it's been announced that Pep's leaving Liverpool as well because there was a, an idea that there could have been a succession plan there. But yeah, do you think uh-huh. it is? Alonso or the Zerbi or can you see another name that really no yeah I mean again I don't expect FSG to veer too far away from their sort of model so Klopp in a way is a little bit of a was a little bit of a deviation obviously he was a bit older a bit more established obviously than than Brendan Rodgers who was was their their first sort of big appointment I know they they brought Dalglish in as a sort of a stopgap that became an 18 month appointment but Rodgers was the one that they they went towards wasn't he and it was either him or or Roberto Martinez at at that point and they were were sort of in in that bracket as we we think they could potentially be elite managers but you know we'd have to go on a journey with them but obviously a, a change in policy but the way that they've run the club since has always been about well it's not about the sort of next six months it's about you know putting value on for the, for the longer term I don't expect them to go down a, a, a you know a, a firefighter route to Mourinho for example I think that would just be a bad a bad call I think Ancelotti obviously you know I don't think I don't think that's that's on the table there are other managers out there, you know, that are in the Britain and you look at that, you, you mentioned a couple there, there are some in the Premier League that are doing really well, obviously, you know, I am really, uh, you know, fourth in the table at the moment, you've got Postacoglu who's gone in at Tottenham and done done a particularly good job, you've got Deserve. There are a few managers around big clubs at the moment who are, you could look and say, well, are they going to be there in a year's time? Pochettino, for example, or, let's not say Eric Ten Hag, but, that might influence Liverpool's thinking in terms of are United going to be looking for a manager at some point. So I think 
I wouldn't say it's just out of those two. I think they're obvious candidates because of the job they're doing, because of the, the, the upside, the potential upside that they've got. And I'll just say because of the timing. But I think there are others there that, you know, you might you might see come to the sort of four, you know, Thomas Tuggle, for example, uh, Bayern Munich has been one. And I, you know, I know he's not particularly popular at Bayern Munich and he, he's had some, you know, disappointing moments in his career, but he's certainly a manager who's got a very good reputation across the world. Um, so, I think those two are understandable front runners in the in the um, in the race. Both you would say would probably be quite obtainable as well. You know, if Liverpool to come, um, but I wouldn't say that they were the only two candidates that would be being considered. Um, nor should they be. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it's interesting. I, I went back to check this with Wright, actually. Um, when Stephen Gerrard was hired as the Aston Villa manager, uh, I, I mean, I think me and you spoke a day or two later about it, and we both half suggested, well, he will be the next Liverpool manager. When you, it would be, yeah. he'll be, he might be the next Liverpool manager when Jürgen Klopp leaves. Do you think now, given that Villa ended badly and that he's in Saudi, obviously we know he's just extended his contract, do you think we can categorically rule that one out, or do you think that one mm-hmm. cards? Because... It's interesting yeah. because I get the sense, Neil, and this is mad to say, because he's Steven Gerrard and he's like a legend, obviously the legend, if not one of um, of this football club. It almost feels like there'd be a tinge of disappointment around the fan base if that happens, like which is ironic because of who he is. But it does feel like given how it, it kind of went badly at Villa and then subsequently what Unai Emery did with a very similar team. That It feels like that. Cause I would have just presumed he was always going to be the next Liverpool manager, but now I'm getting the sense that might be yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jürgen said himself, didn't he? I think Jürgen said sort of categorically he will manage Liverpool one day. It looks a lot less likely than it did. I could say, what was that? Was that sort of November, I think, 2021? Um, yeah, it's hard to say because, like you say, you know, not just the fact that it, it didn't end well at Villa for him. And I, I, I think he was a little bit unlucky at Villa in terms of the way it worked out. I think, you know, I, I don't think... He was as bad as maybe history might or, or the, the rewrites might tell you as a Villa manager. You know, I think he, he did some good things. He had some poor with, with injuries and some results that went against him that shouldn't have done. But the way it ended and obviously since then what's happened with Emery and the, and the, the tune that he's managed to get out of Villa has 
not reflected well on, on, on obviously or not 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 painted Stephen in a, in a good light. Of course, going out of, out of sight at Saudi um, a little bit is you can look at two ways. You know, it's a step down or is it a sort of a, a smart move to sort of get himself back into the, the habit of managing out, maybe away from the spotlight a little bit and not having that kind of you know that that negative pressure um, in there. But it's hard to see that you could go from out um, as a fact and come to come to manage Liverpool having your previous two jobs been you know. Rangers, which great job he done, and, and put them in a, you know a very strong position. They won the league. They were in a very strong position. The team that he built ended up getting to the, the final of the Europa League. Don't forget, um, and then and then a, a short lived and un, unhappy spell at Aston Villa. I, I think it's very difficult to see that Steven Gerrard could be picked. Um, he was there would have to have been a lot of convincing done from whoever was, you know, in charge of the of the hiring process to say, no, no, we believe that he is the absolute right man. And don't forget from his point of view, you know, he must have watched what's happened to someone like Frank Lampard, for example. He must have watched what's happened to Wayne Rooney, you know, in different circumstances. That their, 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 their reputation at the top level is probably finished now in terms of, you know, Frank Lampard, I, I, it'd be a very big surprise if Frank Lampard ever managed to sort of Anything like a top 10, 15 Premier League club, given what's happened to Chelsea, you'd be very surprised if you saw Wayne Rooney managing one of the Everton or Manchester United in the future because of what, what's gone on. So, Stephen Gerrard might know that a failure at Liverpool, a, a, you know, a dramatic failure, could be a, you know, a, a nail in the coffin of the managerial career. Whereas if he was to go back and, and rebuild and go back to a, another Aston Villa type job, a, a Brighton, you know, a, a, a Southampton, a, a Leeds or whatever, there is the possibility then in, in in five six years that you can end up back at Liverpool when the Liverpool's in good health. But I think now would be it'd be a big risk from the club's part, but I think it would be a big risk from Stevens' part as well. And then the second part I mentioned earlier is Pep Linders, who's leaving as well because again he was the other one. If it wasn't going to be Gerard, we all thought it was going to be Pep. He's been doing press conference. We laughed because he is he is he getting used to getting used to doing them and also it turns out giving Jurgen a break because he told us he hates speaking to us all when he left the other day. But like he would have been the other one, wouldn't he? It is amazing how quickly football changes because it looks like that isn't the case. It was announced, obviously, he wants to go and pursue a managerial career. Jürgen said again in his press conference, you know, he's he'd have his backing and he he put a good word in for him anywhere. But it, it, does it look like he's not being considered then? Because he didn't even announce that he's leaving the club. Because it would be odd to say he's leaving the club and then and then a few months later go, well, Pep Linders is now your new yeah. manager. That doesn't really equate. No. No, I don't think Pep Linders was ever in the frame to be another manager. I think that was always just a, an easy two and two. Um, look, let's be fair. We're, we're just dismissed Steven Gerrard's credentials. We're dismissing Thomas Tuchel's credentials. We're dismissing whoever else, Thomas Frank and Roberto Bezerbi and whoever. Pep Linders' managerial credentials are very short. You know, of course, knowledge of the club is one thing, but he's been assistant manager. He's been a training ground coach. He's not been, you know... Um, the bigger head of, of the club, albeit, you know, he's been a big part of it and let's not dismiss that. There's no way Liverpool are announcing that he's leaving the club and then saying, oh, by the way, we've we've done our we've done our due diligence process and we've decided that the winner is Pep Linders, you know, it, they would just have left him in place and, and allowed him to step into the breach. So, yeah, I think Pep's, again, he, he is one that maybe, you know, if he goes away and gets a job somewhere and becomes that kind of, you know, you look at someone like Arteta or um, people like that, who step up from being an assistant, go out and, be, and make themselves a first team coach, uh, sorry, a head coach somewhere else. 
maybe in five, six years, if he's had success, then he could come back into the into the fray. But I think at this moment in time, yeah, he needs to he needs to go and prove his managerial credentials. You know, he's proved his coaching credentials and his assistant manager's credentials quite comprehensively. He's been part of it. Glorious era at Liverpool, but yeah, I think he, he needs to he needs to tick a few more boxes before he's going to be considered for a job such as this one. And I don't think it would do him any favors either. Um, stepping in after after Jurgen, you know, obviously the similarities and the differences will be even more stark. Um, and pointed out, and and every every sort of comparison would be made at that point. I think it would make more sense given as well the fact that Peter Kravitz is leaving. Obviously, Peter Mathaus is leaving. Um. That is a bit of a clean, a clean broom in terms of the coaching staff. 